Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong power. The righteous run into it, and they are safe. Father God, we thank you that there is safety in you. We thank you that in you we live, move, and have our being. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. We bless your holy name. Thank you for joining us this morning. This is Pastor Sherelle Perkins of Overflowing Life Family Worship Center. This is Overflowing Life Community Prayer Line. We're here Tuesday through Friday, 6.30 to 7.30, to answer your prayer requests, to come into agreement with God for your destiny, and to believe God for your richest and highest best. You know, there is plenty good room in the Father's kingdom. There's no need to be in competition. There is no need to feel desperate as if somehow God's blessings are going to run out before he gets to you. You know, the only thing that hinders your receiving what God has for you is you. It's what we do with what we know that will determine whether or not we fulfill purpose. You know, we can be in a room with 20, 30, 40 other people that seem to have the same type of vision and plan that we have. Now, human nature, without the Holy Spirit, makes us want to count heads, and compare ourselves to other people and um, look and wonder what do they have over there, how much uh, they bring in and how many people they have, all these other foolish things. They're foolish because the word says there is a measure given to every man. We are called to do the best we can with who we are, to multiply what God gives us. Everything God gives us is a seed. We somehow want everything to be full-grown. But God is a seed. When he created the heavens and the earth, Everything that man needed was inside of the earth. He gave seed-bearing plants. He put 
outside of the male mammals in order to reproduce mammals. He put the chairs and tables and computer stations inside of trees. He papered writing utensils in trees. He put the diamonds inside of the earth. The resources that we would need to build strong infrastructures put them inside of a mountain. He doesn't get upset with us when we mine the mountains. He doesn't get upset with us when we cut down a few trees. Don't you think our daddy is wise enough to know what we would need in this country? Now, I would imagine that he's not very fond of our greed and our selfishness. But we have an amazing earth. It just groans the manifestation of the sons of God. Unfortunately, the sons of God, they often get distracted or get caught up in not growing up. You see, the world system isn't very good at building character, establishing sonship. Those that are led by Holy Spirit, they are the sons of God. Or you see, Holy Spirit knows You know, last night at Bible study, we had a very powerful teaching. Sister Gray brought forth a message dealing with Jehovah Shammah. She started in the Old Testament. She ended in or his strategy. It has always been about and will always be about until the end of this dispensation, the manifestation of sons. The earth is still groaning. Now, I believe, this is my until we come to the forefront, the groaning and the travail of this earth, at cease. I think what we do with Holy Spirit has a lot to do with what God has sovereignly put in motion for the end of the earth. I believe that the closer we come to the last of the last days, the clarion call to sonship will, will begin to resonate throughout the body. 
in that place, that Christ will make himself manifested in the sons of man. I don't know everything. I just know that this season that we're in, God is bringing us into maturity. How do I know that? He's working overtime in me. If you've been online this week, it's been a rough week for me emotionally. I'm learning. I know what to do with God, but Father, those people that you gave me, I don't always know what to do with them. So I'm asking Holy Spirit to give me wisdom, to increase my discernment. I often see people where they aren't. I see them through the eyes of God, but they're not quite there yet. So I've had to get a few strikes myself. Dealing with that aspect of my personality. So I've had some disappointment, but I am learning. I'm going to encourage myself. And that's from Holy Spirit. And I'm going to retire. I'm going to build and do what God has called me to. And I'm going to trust Him not myself, not even what I think I see, but him to direct my path. It is easy to get ahead of God. And because I see far in advance of where I am, I often get frustrated with where I am in the now. And when you're like that, you're subject to make wrong decisions or get very, very frustrated. So (laughs) that's my confession this morning. Anyone around me any length of time know if Holy Spirit is dealing with me, I share, because I think sometimes we create an image in the body that we don't have anything to work through. Character building will continue until Christ is completely formed in you. Paul often preached the same thing over and over to the same people. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. If you're not living it, then you're not walking in faith. You're just hearing words. And we're on a continuous improvement process. Because we hide, because we lie, because we cover up, because we wear masks, we have a church full of saints. that are afraid to become expressions of God for fear of man. Saints, we need to live lives that glorify God. 
If Jesus can say, I need help, could you not tarry with me for an hour? Who are we not to put the demand on one another, to stand with one another, to uphold one another, trusting that there's plenty good room in my Father's kingdom. We all have our assignments. I don't take anything from you, and you can't take anything from me. For God has for us, he has for us. In the end, our reward will be determined, not by how much we do, but by whether or not we allow God to become what he's called us to be, whether or not we allow ourselves to become as Christ in the earth and to do and achieve what God has for us. Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of him that has sent me. Our meat, our purpose, our pleasure must be not to outshine someone else or to hide, for that matter, but to be a complete expression of all that Christ is in us. If we do that, can you imagine what this earth realm would be like when the glory of God is risen upon his body and we come up out of darkness, blazing with the glory of God, every joint supply, we would shake hell loose. I don't know about you. But that's why I'm here. Just as my Lord, my Savior, my elder brother, my kinsman, my friend, the last Adam said, For this cause came I into the earth, to overcome the works of darkness. Hallelujah. And one of the ways we do that, saints, the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. I was going to do commanding this morning, but I really think I need to route a few demons this morning. Hallelujah. Father God, we praise you and we thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against us in judgment we condemn. We are established in righteousness. Oppression is far from us. The weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but they're mighty through you to the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. We take our shield of faith and we quench every fiery dart of the enemy. We take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's glisten our swords today, saints. Hallelujah. I see it. Swords drawn. 
on the offensive, the enemy on the run. We're not hiding in caves this morning. We're not reacting. (laughs) We are on the offensive. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We praise you, God. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord. We recognize you are Jehovah Shammah. Hallelujah. You are there. God, in the midst of your people, be glorified. Be exalted, God. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. We bless his holy name. We forget none of his benefits. You are Jehovah Rapha. You heal all my diseases. Mind, body, and spirit. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. It's almost morning. Some of us have been waiting for a new day, a new dawn. It's almost here. It's almost here. Just as the sun today is almost is on the ascendancy. There is a dawn in our situation, in our circumstance, is almost morning. We command the morning to take hold of the ends of the earth and shake the wicked out of it. According to Psalm 49:14, we take dominion over the enemy in the morning. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you according to Psalm 65, 8. You're making the outgoings of the morning to rejoice. We receive your loving kindness this morning. We thank you that there is a release of the beauty of your holiness from the womb of the morning, and we capture it, we catch it, we receive it, God. Thank you, Lord. Let your light break forth in our life as in the morning. It's almost morning, saints. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Hold on, it's almost morning. Trouble don't last always. Joy, joy, joy comes in the morning. Let your judgments come upon the enemy morning by morning, according to Isaiah 19. Father God, your born forth is prepared as the morning, and we pray that you would come as the rain, the latter and the former rain upon this earth. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. It's harvest time, God. Oh, we bless your name, Lord. Oh, it's harvest time. We thank you for the harvest of souls. You said you would give us the heathen for our inheritance. Father, this morning we come before you, Daddy, with a clean heart, with a pure heart and clean hands. We ask, Father God, for the heathen 
as our inheritance. Father God, we have prepared ourselves before you. We've allowed you to examine us. We've examined ourselves. And, Father, we have seen the secret faults, those things that were laying dormant in us that was there to trip us up, Father. We've allowed Holy Spirit to dig in, to cleanse out those places in us that have been oozing, full of infections, corrupting our soul, hiding for the right opportunity to manifest itself and bring sudden destruction. But, Lord, we have presented our bodies a living sacrifice, holy, completely unto you. This is the least we can do for so great a salvation, a salvation that delivers us, sets us free, that heals us. We thank you for saving us, Lord. We thank you, Father God. We are not left to our own devices. We are not left to the reasoning without Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Redeem the time. Father, for some of us, it's 11.59 and a half, and we need to bust the move. But, Father God, if you go with us. Father God, if you are Jehovah Shammah, God in the midst of your people, we can still get it done. We can finish the race, finish our course. Hallelujah. Lord, I'm looking for the day that I'm Enoch, that I'm here one moment and gone the next. Don't look for my body, because to be absent from the Lord, to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. Don't look for me. I want to be so close to the Lord that one moment I'm here and the next we're in eternity together. Hallelujah, Father. Purify our motives. Purify our thoughts. Purify our intents. God, hallelujah. Let our agenda become your agenda. There's a lot of chatter in the earth right now. People are scrambling for their 15 minutes of glory. People are scrambling to be understood, to be heard, not realizing. Ah, we live in a world of self-promotion and self-actualization. Father God, if that self is consecrated, made whole, delivered and set free, then everywhere that we self-actualize, we actually bring Jesus on the forefront. But Father God, most of us, that's not what we're doing. We want some man, somebody to say we're great because we don't believe that we're great. We don't believe, Father God, that you have given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. So we still try to figure out how to get somebody else to recognize us, God. 
Father God, you said to seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness, and everything that we need will be added to us. Father, that includes emotional support. That includes provision for our life. Father, your way up is humility. It's not self-actualization. It's not this false promoting of greatness. We are great because we're made in the image of God. That's settled. Thank you, Father. We walk in who we are. We allow you to deliver us, our personality, our mind, our will, our emotion, and infuse it with the light of your Holy Spirit. Wow, God. You just make my heart happy. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. Every day with you, Lord, is sweeter than the day before. Father, every morning when we come together to pray, you reveal something new to me. I don't know about those on the line, but every morning, When I open my heart to hear heaven, you show me another aspect of your brilliance and your beauty. You show me another aspect of your great love for humanity. What would happen, saints? If we allow the illumination of Holy Spirit to permeate our being, if we would allow him, allow him to infuse us with his great passion, his love, his fire, What would happen if our meat, our pleasure, really, in purity, be to do the will of him that sent us? Father God, according to Isaiah 50 and 4, you awaken us morning by morning. You awaken our ears to hear as the learned. According to Job 7 and 18, you visit us every morning. Father God, we open ourselves up to the visitation of Holy Spirit. To set and establish the order of our day.
We open ourselves up, Father. For your salvation in our lives to be manifested day by day. Psalm 96 and 2. Brand new mercies, God. We will not be afraid of the arrow that flies by day or the terror that comes at night. According to Psalm 91 and 5, you have given given us your angels. You've given us your word. You've given us your power. You've given us everything that we need in this life. Oh, Daddy, we bless you. We bless you this morning. We thank you that even while we're on our bed, you are delivering us. Release, we release the sword of the Lord, your word, against the powers of hell in the name of Jesus. We decree that the gates of hell, the decision-making abilities of the enemy, will not prevail against us. Not this morning, God. For we awaken our souls unto righteousness. Thank you that you are Jehovah Sikkanu. You are our righteousness. Thank you for sanctifying us, setting us apart. There is no God like you. Not in the heavens or the earth to be praised, to be glorified, to be magnified. No one like you, Abba, Father. And because we're made in your image, God, because we are your children, Daddy, because we are led by the Son, by the Holy Spirit, And we are becoming sons of God. We are sanctified, separated by the blood of Jesus. Father God, we will not breach that division. We choose to live on the Lord's side this morning. We cast all of our cares on you, God, for you care for us. Thank you, Father, that the arrow of your deliverance has been released into our lives. And that sharp arrows have been released into the heart of our enemies. Utter destruction, Father. those that would persecute 
and torment our souls. We thank you, Father God, that our enemies come in one way, but they flee seven. That they are scattered as your arrows are released against them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence with us, in us, and through us this morning. Are there any prayer requests? Yes. What about people who just lost his mother this morning? Okay. All right. Any other requests? God, I praise you and we thank you for being Lord. We thank you, Father God, that you're Lord of the living. And over those that have departed from our midst, the dead. We thank you, Father God. that you care about everything that we care about. That you understand our grief. For you experience it. When Jesus went to the cross, So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we approach your throne, bringing before you this family. We recognize the process, Father, the process of grieving. We ask, Father God, that you would keep your loving arms around this family. That they would find rest in your arms, rest in your comfort. That they would experience a peace that passes all understanding. There's something in us that recognizes that somehow life is eternal. So that even makes grieving even the more difficult. When we always sense and feel that our loved ones have only left to go on to be with you, to be in your presence. And we don't always understand 
But your word says there's a time to live and a time to die. And, Father, we hear about people living to be 116 and then we lose our loved ones. Just as it was with the shooting death of these young men this week, I want to include the Brown family as well. They're going through a grieving process. They're asking the why. So, Father God, there are things that only you can answer. So as these families are going through the process, I pray for their ears to be open, to hear your voice. I pray for hearts to be open, to receive your salvation. I pray that no root of bitterness or anger will be allowed to settle into their heart as they ask you the why. Father God, I ask for there to be a strength released in these families to those that know you, even the more determination to reflect your cause in the earth. I pray that they would not feel hopeless, helpless, or lost. But recognize your great love has prepared eternity for those that know you. And Father, we recognize we have no way to judge, for you are gracious and you are kind, and you are long-suffering. I you keep that which is committed unto you even until the end, God. So, Lord, I ask that you would be with this family. Thank you that Jesus bore our grief, our sicknesses, our weaknesses, our And has carried our pain and our sorrows. We thank you to bind up the brokenhearted. For we ask that the love will be shared in these family members. And that your spirit would move from breast to breast. 
Father, we pray for discernment, sympathy, and understanding. Will be released in their life, Father. Yes, he has a counsel with the pastors that are involved, making arrangements for their loved ones. Father, put laborers across their path that have your heart, God, and will help bear the burden of their loss. We trust you to guide, heal, deliver, speak, even in the next season when we're all alone. They're never alone, Father, because you're there. Speak and comfort them. Now, Father, in the midst of tragedy, not back up, in the midst of losing loved ones, the enemy often traffics in the lives of those whose hearts are broken, especially when we lose someone that we have counseled with, spent time with, So, Father God, I come again false manifestations of loved ones. I come against that spirit of necromancy that would cause us to continue to have conversations with our loved ones that have gone on, opening the door to demonic influence, keeping us in a place of grief. Families, Father, I pray for the fathers and mothers that have lost these young men I pray for this family who's lost their mother, that the enemy would not be able to take advantage of their grieving hearts and introduce familiar spirits into their life. That would cause them to see images to have conversations, and to re- receive counsel from the adversary. And, Lord, I know that your word teaches us that there is a cloud of witnesses rooting us on. And we're thankful for that, Father. But we also know they have their place, and we have ours. So I pray for the children. I pray for the parents. I pray for those that
Father, I thank you for deliverance. And, you know, Father, I just lift up all those that are going through a grieving process, Father. Father, we do not grieve as those that do not have hope. We make a commitment, Father God. Joyce with those of you, please. And weep with those who are grieving. And to always remind and encourage ourselves with the hope that has been purchased through the blood of Jesus Christ. So we thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit. We thank you that comforts, counsels, helps, intercedes, defends, strengthens, and stand by the families and time of grief. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, we recognize that in our street, in the last days, the Bible says, that Apollyon and Abaddon would be released in the earth in ways we've never seen them before. And we're seeing in our streets, God, a manifestation of death and destruction. Father God, you said these things would happen. But you said when we see gross darkness covering the earth, According to Isaiah 60, we are to arise and shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon us, the church. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray Isaiah 60, amplify over the body of Christ. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I decree that we are rising out of depression and prostration prostration, in which our circumstances have kept us, we're rising to a new life, a new story that's being manifest in the earth, that we are brilliant, we're shining, we're no longer hidden under a bushel, we're no longer hidden under a spirit of religion, we're no longer hidden, Father, we're no longer sitting in corners waiting to go home and be with glory because that's where we think the glory starts. Father, we are no longer playing church. We are no longer waiting for that getting up morning. We are no longer waiting, Father God, for we have become brilliant and radiant with your glory. We thank you, Father God, that in the midst of gross darkness, the light of Jesus Christ is being made manifest in the earth. And for those of us, that are in the present moment with you, we feel the release of your anointing in the earth. So we prophesy and we speak to Samson to wake up. Where the enemy has blinded you, you are a great giant. Arise and shine, for your light has come. The glory of God is risen upon you. And even though gross darkness is covering the earth, 
and a dense darkness covers the people. That God will arise upon us. Lord, we thank you. And your glory shall be seen in us. Father, I praise you and I thank you for being part of a brilliant, radiant church. Hallelujah. That's not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is a power, your power, We release your power, your saving grace. We thank you, Father, that nations shall come to our brightness, not to our strategic marketing plan, not to our human strategies, but they will come to the light. Not to our Facebook posts and how much Christianese we can talk. The devil knows the scripture. We're not impressing him. But, Father, let your glory rise upon us. Let us walk in the light. Let us be clean on the inside so that we can be brilliant on the outside. Hallelujah. So that nations will come to our light and kings to the brightness of our rising. We're lifting up our eyes. We're seeing all around us. They are coming. Hallelujah. Not because we preached the perfect sermon or prayed the perfect prayer, but because we're allowing the glory of God to be made manifest in our midst. We humble ourselves under your mighty hand, God. Thank you, Father God, for what you're doing. God, in the midst of your people, be exalted, be glorified. Be made manifest. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father God, that our sons and our daughters are coming from afar. That they are being nursed in our arms, Father. Hallelujah. That means some of us have to grow up. to be prepared for the babies that are coming into the kingdom of God. Ah, El Shaddai, you are the multi-breasted one. You feed and you nourish. Let your person be made manifest in your body that we wouldn't be selfish babies ourselves. Father, there are people in the pulpit that need to grow up. Because all a baby thinks about is himself. But when maturity comes, we realize it's not about us. That babies need to be fed and clothed and nurtured and trained. Father God, grow us up. 
for there are still people in the pulpit that all they think about is who's going to feed them, who's going to change them, who's going to provide for them. God's strong meat belong to those that are in leadership. Father God, we repent of promoting people because of talents and gifts. And promoting others too soon. Because we see a gift, we see a talent. But the maturity isn't there. So we have babies trying to raise babies. Everybody with a title because they saw a little gift, so they gave themselves a title or some immature title giver. Pass out certificates and titles, and we've got all of these babies running around talking about their, oh, my goodness, apostles and prophets and teachers and all of this other stuff. And they're still eating pablum and preaching with diapers on. Father God, grow up leaders. Father, I didn't see a place in Scripture where Jesus ran around trying to get his car note paid because he understood Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything you need will add it. If you need something that's in the mouth of the fish, go find it. Holy Spirit can tell you where it is. Father God, we rebuke poverty this morning. Poverty is not our portion. It's not your portion, Daddy, so it's not ours. We are entitled, yes, the blood of Jesus entitles us to the wealth and riches of our Father. Our Father owns the cattle on the thousand hills. We no longer apologize. The wealth of the riches is left for the jail. So we thank you this morning for the release of a portion. Father God, everything we need this morning. Favor is fair. Hallelujah. So we walk in divine favor. We walk in a sense of entitlement. The blessings of the Lord are ours. Riches of the kingdom are ours. We don't have to demand posture. In fact, what I'm hearing is when we 
don't see, well, when we go, when we let our heart go outside of what's in front of us, we open ourselves up to miss the mark. Because all of the blessings that God has for us is in our purpose, in our lane. So, Father God, we reel our minds in. Pass down all imagination. They said we. I don't know what I'm hitting this morning. I don't know what I'm hitting this morning. But I'm going to finish my sentence. Every time we go outside of what God has called us to do, every time our imaginations to wonder, we limit the hand of God to bring into our life what he has ordained for us. And we wonder what's happening. The word says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything we need will be added. If we're seeking first answers, solutions, ah, if we're worried, not casting our cares, we're not seeking first the kingdom of God. And therefore, we are left to figure this stuff out on our own. That is not the kingdom way. That is not the kingdom perspective. God has ordained that we seek him first and his righteousness. Whatever we need to accomplish the call and plan of God, is in that place of seeking God. It's in that place of seeking first them and to be in right standing with God. Those are heart conditions because God is looking for the heart that's following hard after him. He's looking for the heart that trusts him. Let us not begin in the spirit and try to work it in our flesh. So I pray strength over each and every one of us on the line today. 
I thank God. I just love to hear the, I just love to hear kingdom perspective. I really, really love that phrase. Hallelujah. I know it's anointed by God. Makes me want to ask God, do we need to change our name? Hallelujah to something else. (laughs) But I love it. Hallelujah. So, Father God, I ask that each and every person on this line develop your kingdom perspective. The kingdom of God is at hand, and we extend ourselves to the world. We extend ourselves to the brothers and sisters in the body, that they would see the kingdom of God made manifest in the midst of them. So we thank you for this morning. I pray everyone on the line be blessed, every need in their life be met in Jesus' name, that they will be comforted by the comfort of the Holy Spirit, and that they have a blessed and prosperous weekend, not get discouraged, stay encouraged. The blessings of the Lord are yours. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.